Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The Trevor Brookin and Billy Bones Paolo DiCaneo West Ham United More than just a Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast! Season 9, episode 14. Wow. Welcome back to our 10 listeners. My name's George. Yeah, I think it's 10 now. My name's George. I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning, Georgie Georgie. And we have the man himself, Shedman Nigel Khan in the building. Hello, Nigel. I'm in my shed. Hey. Can, can we, we've, we've had a request while you were away last week, whatever you were doing. Um, could you bring back the Shedman theme tune, which I don't have, but you might? Oh, I don't know. I think it was on my old laptop that, that combusted. Oh, no. Lost forever. Mm. Sean sang it ether. last week, to be fair. I did. You could clip it. Well, we could clip it from the original one if we worked yeah, out. We could, <laughs> could someone, right, this is a little, uh, to our 10 listeners, could someone find out a episode where the shit, 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 <laughs> shit, man, <laughs> theme shit tune man is played? Tell us what it is and we'll clip it from the original. Go go. On, uh, West Ham, anyone want to talk about them? Uh. <laughs> I don't Five know. In 2016, I believe. Um, go on then. One all at home to Sheffield United. There's the only game we've got to cover. Blades. There's plen- plenty that can be said about it. Mm-hmm. Um, neither Sh- neither Nigel or myself attended, but Sean, you did. I did. So I'm going to hand it over to you to give us the insider opinion of well, the performance against Sheffield United. As you know, even though I got a bit of grief from your dad, I did wear a Carlos Tevez mask. Uh, as uh, Nigel pointed out, I was picked up by the TV cameras at halftime. Around the world. alone. Around the I know, world. I, around the world, yeah. I know that um, John said grow men and everything, but um, without a lie, there was about 50 people just in our section. I can't talk for the rest of the ground because I didn't see them, but there was a lot of people in our section in 113 and 114 with Carlos Tevez Moss, including Dodsey, our own, one of our 10 listeners, Dodsey, um, who, who I bumped into with his mask. So, look, it was a good lot of banter. It was a miserable day uh, with that sort of fine rain that falls and doesn't really, the roof doesn't really protect you. It was cold. I didn't have a lot of expectation, to be honest, because, you know, Sheffield United hadn't lost away from home. They put 10 men behind the ball, as you know, we can almost know they would. Crazy selection from Pellegrini. I don't know why he dropped Ryan Fredericks. I don't know why he dropped Angelo and Bonner. I don't think either of them deserved to be uh, dropped. Neither of them had knocks, by the way. Neither of them had any injuries. Understood why he dropped Lanzini. But, um, you know, that said, fair play. Um, you know, we came out 
and, and, and we, we had the possession. They let us have the possession. And we were good in the first half. I thought Snodgrass was my man of the match by far. I thought he had an amazing game, followed by Declan Rice. Uh, I thought, actually, Anderson did quite well as well. Uh, but as usual, uh, Snodgrass got the goal. Great. But uh, Allaire looked isolated as usual. Um, we just didn't keep up the tempo. We didn't take our chances. Obviously, Snodgrass hit the 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 the, the was it the crossbar? No, it was it was the post. Mm-hmm. Um, and they punished us, and um, quite deservedly so. You know, it was building up. Yeah, mistake by Roberto. I, by the way, I thought Roberto had a really good first half and made us great save, world class save, even only to mess it all up in the second half by probably making a bit of a boob. What one was and, the world-class save? Are you talking about the one where he came rushing out of his goal and it just hit him? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. I'm it was a long way away, and I haven't watched any replay, so it, it looked like a world-class save from my end because he was up the other end. Well, um, we were obviously talking about it on WhatsApp, and I think, Nigel, even you said you thought that was he's playing well. Was that off the back of that? Because I thought he um, he looked a bit dodgy there he kind of came flying out of his goal in kind of no man's land and got away with it well I'm about getting away with it for me I, apart from the goal he, he did everything that was expected of him to do including some good point blank or one point blank save um, a bit bit soft from McGoldrick I think who, who the striker was but it was one of them where you know, McGoldrick, the ball come across from it. I think it was a corner. The ball gets headed down and it, McGoldrick's on side, three yards, four yards out. So all he can do is flick at the ball and, and they can go anywhere. You know, and he was on hand to pull off the save, which is what you expect. Mm. So you think, you know, perhaps the, the initial, when we lost Fabianski, worry about Roberto after his viewing from the Oxford game, you know, was based on that, we were all worried about how he would be. And you think, well, actually, he ain't done that bad. And then the goal goes in. You think, come on, mate, you, you got to do better than that. Yeah, well, I'm not entirely convinced. Must Did have. you watch it, George? I watched bits of it. I was, here we go. I was on. You've lost the, the, you've lost the love, haven't you? You've uh, lost the West Ham there love. There's an element of that, to be honest. I'm just kind of fed up with it all. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, a lot of people are, by the way. I just think exactly no, nothing's changing ever, and they yeah. keep promising us things will change, and it never does. So I don't know. It's just, you know, it's not that I've lost the love. It's just... But you don't watch the full game. You don't sit down no, and watch the games. Like, you'll watch a lot of, number of other Premier League games, probably watch the 9-0, but you don't seem to, oh, yeah, I was sort of watching it. I had something else on. Well, I was away this weekend. Oh. I was in Venice. Oh, of course, you were in Venice. Oh, I forgot that. <laughs> so I didn't watch any football this weekend. Um, but the I did watch... one can it all. So one when you said you watched some of it, you watched the highlights when you got no, when watched, you got back I, from Venice. No, I was I was actually at the airport when um, our game was on because we flew back on Saturday night. So I did watch mm. most of it on my phone. Um, yeah, I was. It was just frustrating. To be honest, I've, I thought they could have easily have, have won it, but I know we had chances as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's just we were lucky to get the point in the end to be honest yeah, and, I and I, I was great for the point but I did say and on my way when I just got home I was called by Adrian Durham to go on TalkSport uh, obviously you they weren't couldn't <laughs> no, shoot his producer rang uh, up and said literally I literally got in and he went hi it's uh, TalkSport Adrian Durham's producer and I went yeah uh, can you come on TalkSport and I said when and he went now I'm putting you through now I went alright then and I said, it felt like a loss. And it did. When, after the game, it felt like a defeat. And I thought Pellegrini was mostly to blame with his 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 big team mentality, his selection and his substitutions. I can't work out why he took Snodgrass off. Really can't. Yeah. I mean, you've got, there are people starting to question him now, aren't there? And you've got yeah, to say it. Quite rightly well, so. It, although, so you, you don't know. But the one thing that has struck me is we can all see certain things aren't working and he just isn't changing the system. Uh, I know you talked about it a lot because I actually did yeah. listen to last week's. Um, you talked about um, at the end of the Everton game when he switched to four four two. you know, maybe 
he is looking at changing something, but then he didn't. And all he's done is change personnel and not system. And you could argue in terms of personnel, he was picking our strongest team anyway. So is there an argument that he needs to change his system? Yeah. Nigel, what do you think of it all? What did you, you, you watched it, didn't you, on Saturday? Yeah, I watched the whole game. Uh, in your shed? <laughs> no, in my living room. Oh, so, yeah, uh, you know, by, by, by the wonders of spot spy satellites and, and binoculars, binoculars I pointed that, out yeah. to someone on on, on the Michael Palin, I think it was, uh, who asked me how I got to watch it. Then Michael Palin from my house. Michael Palin, yeah, he calls himself Michael Maven. What, what, what channel were you watching when you spotted me? Was that like Abu Dhabi TV or something? Uh, no, no, I don't think it was Abu Dhabi TV. Um, it was a channel uh, that showed the game. So I don't like yeah, but it, where, you know, come on. No, 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 I'm not asking. I'm slagging platform. off people like me again, you know, in, in a column on in the sun Saturday of it in the Chinese restaurant yesterday. Uh, <laughs> digging out people that watch streams and, and how much money. Oh, was she? Yeah, she had a pop at like, you know, the... The people that watch streams. Oh, I could use that as a clarinet. Yeah, well, story. you know, if you, you know, I, I don't buy the Sun or read the Sun. I don't generally read Karen Brady, but unfortunately, it was on that page when I walked in to buy my Chinese last night, so I ended up having a, a quick read. Was it a nice Chinese? Um, yeah, well, it ain't, it ain't great to be fair, but it's the only one round here, so you sort of lumbered with mm. it if you fancy a Chinese. It- you're not watching her on The Apprentice at the moment? Uh, no, funny enough, I don't watch uh, The Baroness uh, back at all. Uh, she's not not, not, not allowed to be on my TV. Um, nor do I, by the way. Just what? To- not anymore. Yeah. Used to, but... Where is the love? Where is the love? Well, as you know, I've got an announcement more later. Yeah. All right. Um, Go on. Talk about back the game. to the game. Blades one, blunts one. You know, <laughs> you could say uh, toothless display. I don't know why. Or put my finger in it. I'm not gonna. I don't know. I can't keep blaming the players without pointing the finger at Pellegrini. I suppose, but I, I, some some of the the comments that you see in, include you in that, Sean. I just oh, really? think, yeah, I just think, you know, you, you bang out a story like, you know, having a pop or questioning him and you think, come on, people, let's get this right. The Sheffield United had only conceded one goal in their last four games and that was against Liverpool. Now, as you said yourself, hadn't been beaten away. They're a difficult team to score against and they're a difficult team to beat. So... But who have we beaten? We've beaten, um, as I said, yes. the worst Man United in history, yeah. a very poor Norwich City side, and a yeah. very poor Watford side compared to last year. That. They're the only three games I we've won. That. Winnable sides. We should have beaten Aston Villa. We should have beaten Brighton. We well, should have no, beaten no, no, Bournemouth. We should have beaten um, you're, Crystal you're Palace. Overinflated. We should have beaten Sheffield United. Over- All winnable games. If we want top six... Those are the games we've got to win. And we're not paying £8 million a year for Manuel Pellegrini, the third highest paid manager in the Premier League, to bloody get us mid-table obscurity. I'm sorry, but that is not acceptable. Well, we are paying Manuel. Uh, um, Manuel. Yeah, or Manuel, as, as Sean likes to call him. You know, <laughs> I just call him whatever we're paying six or seven million a year. <laughs> sorry, sorry, the, the, sorry. What we pay him's got nothing to do with it. Eight million. Do you say well, six? Eight you million. say eight. You know, I, eight. I don't think it's eight. as much as that. It is eight yeah, million. Yeah, that's probably if we win the title. After, after Potticino, who gets eight and a half, and 15 for Pep Guardiola. Guardiola. That's an airport, isn't it, in in Los Angeles? Um, You know, I just think we've got to stop picking holes like this. Oh, for Christ's sake. The honeymoon is over, Nigel. There was was no honeymoon for me. At the end of the day, he is the best manager we've ever appointed. The football, 
last season was remarkably better than it was under Moyes and under Bilic at the end. So I can't see where we go from now. If we as a fan base start getting on the back and we know how fickle our owners are and they start looking and see stories and fans complaining and you know right. have I run a poll have, have you run a poll I don't know no only no. Maradona oh, right. oh well if we lose against uh, Newcastle I think there will be I mean, a look, poll and that won't be from any owners or chairman that will be my poll on have we lost faith in the gaffer and I think that's a fair question to ask if we no, lose against Newcastle, one of the I'm poorest sorry. teams in the league. I don't think it is. You know, we've had worse runs than this under better managers, in my opinion. Uh, we could end up in relegation oh, trouble if we carry on oh, like sorry. this. <laughs> Please, come on. It ain't going to happen. You, you, you've, you're, you're one of them people who are christened flip-flops, mate. Flip-flops. That's what that. you do. You flip and you flop. At the moment, you flop, I tell you. Because all you do is you build these people up. We're the best in the world when we're winning. Yeah, after Man United game, like, here we go. And then we have a few bad results, as West Ham always have done and always will do. Yeah? And then you turn on him. And what? And the, the problem, what, the one thing that really annoys me is when people start going, well, we didn't sell our soul for this, did we? And actually, people, that's exactly what we did. Because, you know, I warned years ago, you know, there'll be a problem that if West Ham stays West Ham in that stadium. And and this is what we get where managers yeah. have a few, but we didn't lose the game, we drew. Yeah, it didn't feel like that. Can I just read a little bit of fan mail that we got this week? Go on then. That's pertinent to this. It's from Then Like My Dreams on Twitter. It says, just listen to the pod boys. Good to hear your views and opinions, as always. Sean, you have possibly the worst opinions and you know almost nothing about football and how well, he's played. saying it for years. How you have a pod and a site is beyond me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, it's, and I think his name's Tim. Tim D-W-H-U. Then like my dreams. Thanks, Tim, for the constructive feedback. Um, I'm not going to stop in it's my It's the views. type we like, Tim. Um, so we we do love to read our <laughs> comments like that. Tim, nice but dim. Oh, yeah. You can't say that about our listeners, Sean. Um, I can. Uh, can I tell you oh, a stat attack? Because I know you love these. If we said no, you wouldn't you'd just do it anyway. West Ham had 61% of possession. I think they had 70-something in the first well, that's half. That's good, isn't it? And that meant... That meant that Sheffield United had 39% because they had let us have a lot of the ball. Here's the real stat. West Ham had 12 shots, four on target. Sheffield United had 10 shots, four on target. So maybe the draw was the fair result, although we did have 10 corners and failed to capitalise on any of them. What, what did that tell you, Nigel? It was an even game. What do you think of Snoddy? Yeah, he played well. I don't... <laughs> Should he start against Newcastle? Yeah, I think he's, uh, you know, if you give the man the shirt and say, go out and show me what you can do, and he puts in a performance like Snodgrass did, then you've got to allow him that opportunity to, to keep the shirt. I agree. Surely. That's why you drop players, isn't it? And that's why you bring, and that's why you have a 25-man squad, to be fair, to be able to have that luxury. We, we talked about it last week personally. Uh, I've not seen... I've seen Holland play a couple of times a few years ago in the under-23s. If the performances that, that that are being bigged up for the under-23s he's been putting in this season, then now is the time to bring a player like that in. To, if only to teach the player that gets dropped for him... A lesson that, yes, you may be a big signing, big wages signing on big money, but no one is bigger than the club and you need to step up. And You know, Anderson, you know, cannot get away with just having one good game in free. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. As I said last year, uh, last week, maybe a luxury we can't afford Uh, and uh, bench him for a few games to make him a bit more hungry. I, the problem, I just, it, and, and I'm worried me, about Alaire. Really worried about Alaire that we're just not 
We've paid £45 million for striker, and we're did just not pay playing to the formation. Mm, yeah, bonus. We did. Um, we, we, we're, yeah. we're not playing to his strengths. We're not playing another person to play balls to him. It's not his fault. It's just we're not just playing to his strengths. So, you know, what's what's the point? He's never going to score in the way he's being but isolated this, this at the moment. he's playing is not a new one, is it? He's always tried to play with a one up top. He struggled with Hernandez. Yeah, I know. But Elaire, if you looked at Elaire in the Bundesliga, he's, no, he doesn't play so why, one up why, top. Why, That's why, not why, his why game. Him. He must have watched games. Well, good question. Bloody I good have question. I've spoken there. to our German friend about this today yeah. after he sent me a picture of you, Sean, from Ooh. his telly. Um, yeah, oh, really? see, you even see Sky Germany entertained us at half time with stats of the match and Sean. with Sean taking <laughs> selfies. Yeah, I wasn't taking a selfie, yeah. I was taking a picture of another. Well, EB e- e- goes on to say, besides that debatable performance, his confidence in Pele's failing, but his handling of Haller is disappointing. Yeah, so I asked mm. him because he went on a bit. I said, "What's the difference you see between Haller for Frankfurt and Haller for us?" Obviously, because he watches German football a lot. Yeah, and this is his reply: simple. He wasn't used as a lone striker, but had two strong partners in Jovic and Rebic, who, for Bundesliga standards, were backed by a pacing midfield. He said, "Remember what I told you when we signed him," which is he, he did sort of say it'll be good if we play to his strengths and that he played well in that three. Funny, though, at the moment, all three of them don't... Because all three of those were outstanding at Frankfurt, got them in Champions League and left. Don't seem to be happy. Haller looks more and more pissed off with Pellegrini's tactics. Jovic at Real is heavily criticised for his lack of goals. And Rebic at Milan can't even get in the starting eleven. Mm. I don't think he says he does a German goat because he calls it tough shice. For the boys at present, he puts low S C H E I S S E. So when I see him next, I'll ask him what that is. It might be German for shit. I don't know. All right, there you go. Um, so that and therein lies a problem, which goes through. So we have watched him, scouted him. He's played in a Frankfurt team. We played attacking football, pacing midfield. For near sort of free up front with Haller being the central, I believe, comes to us, and you know he's he's we're, we're not a pacing midfield, are we? When you when you play Noble and Rice together, you can't say we've got pace in midfield. I don't think Anderson is blessed. He's got skill, but I don't think he's blessed with blistering pace and perhaps that's the thing Haller don't fit in and it might be a confidence thing as well players play with confidence and at the moment we're on a downward spiral yeah Wilshere injured again of course how long's he up missing from the squad yeah got well it's only supposed to be a little one but it's um, a groin uh, issue now. So you think, Christ, hundred grand a week. That's got nothing. So you um, always you know, have to bring the money into it. That's got nothing to do with it. T- 200 days he's missed for West. Let's talk about days. 200 days he's missed for West Ham already. He missed 1,000 playing days, uh, not playing days, 1,000 days for Arsenal. Why we signed him on a three-year contract, hundred grand a week, I have no idea. But down to Pellegrini. Again, oh, dear. No, see, oh, yeah. <laughs> it started, people. It started Operation Pellegrini. Started. <laughs> <laughs> dear, oh dear. Anyway, respect the point or don't respect the point, whichever way you want to look at it. Well, look, if you're going to take positives, I think we're clinging on to top 10, aren't we? We're still above Tottenham. Just about. You know, we're... It's a mad. It's, no, we're not. No, yeah, we are not. It's it's oh, yeah. It's a, it's a mad league. Oh yeah, we it's are. A mad right. league. There's six points gap between first and second. Look at Leicester. Leicester with beat Premier League record nine yeah, nil yeah. against um, Southampton. A goal difference of seventeen points. Third in the Premier League on twenty points. 
That's who we well, want to be, isn't it? If you, we if be you read Twitter the other day, you would have thought that 50% of West Ham fans would have preferred Brendan Rodgers before we signed Pellegrini and said it. Oh, Yeah, I would have done. Please. (laughs) Please. I don't remember anybody. I've always rated Brendan Rodgers. But when we signed Pellegrini, I never sat there and thought, yeah, but Brendan Rodgers are doing a better job. No, of course. No, you're right. You're right. We all thought Pellegrini was a great signing. And if anyone had offered us Brendan Rodgers or... Pellegrini, I'm Without sure. Without having a go, have so let's take Brendan Rodgers and let's take Pellegrini. And Rodgers, how much money has he been given and the type of backing he gets from his owners compared to Who? We, who's owners? Leicester's owners. Who would you rather work well, for? Thought, if you was a manager, he, uh, who would you rather work for? I don't know, but I don't know who's in charge now so after the, the helicopter crash uh, a year. Yeah. It's the sun, is it? All right. Well, it turned out, I mean, the, the sun was the bigger Leicester fan anyway. It was the sun. That, yeah, the sun oh, went he? to a Leicester game or see Leicester at Wembley. I don't know if he was a student over him, went home and did a Jack Sullivan and said, Dad, can you buy me a football club? Oh, really? <laughs> but unfortunately, you know, Jack got bought a women's football team, biggest waste of time going, where this one got actually bought a real football team. Mm. Have you been to see the ladies? And everyone said it was a away, apart from at the London Stadium yeah, for a pound. Have you have you been back I over? Have, yeah. Not this oh, not this season. season, but last season I went ladies, to watch them at Rush Green. Oh, last season, all oh, right. Rush Green ladies had a good result the weekend. Yeah, well, the Rush Green, I just it, my diary just hasn't permitted. But I tell you what, I will be over to Rush Green, and I'll probably go to um, Kings Meadow when they play oh. Chelsea. Will you get a ticket in the ballot then? Sorry. Well, I don't think you need a ballot. I think you can just turn up for (laughs) the ladies' game. He does in a way, though. He does, doesn't he? Anyway. Well, what what, what do you want to cover tonight, gentlemen? So we don't really have a running order. Oh, you have done. Sorry. London Stadium and catering. I do. I put it down below. So I, I wrote a couple of articles and... I thought I'd mention this because Nigel will like this and it, it, it moves on to another thing I'm going to talk about, the OSB. Um, the Sheffield United fans, apps, and remember they're in Bramall Lane, which is the oldest 130-year club. But I think Bramall Lane's been there even be longer than Sheffield ground. United. Yeah, it's been there since, since 1855. They've stayed in the same place. They panned the stadium, absolutely panned it saying it wasn't a stadium for football, the things Nigel had been saying for a long time. And this was a fresh view from, obviously, fans that had never been to London Stadium before. But one of the things they'd said, and I I did raise this, and it's something close to my heart, is the (laughs) catering. What a rip-off. And there was a picture. (laughs) It's like close to your heart. It's close to your stomach, mate. I don't know about your heart. There was a picture of five pieces of chicken with a little bit of barbecue sauce and a Diet Coke for for £9.10 and said, what, what on earth is this? £9.10 for three small pieces of chicken, a little, a little tub of uh, I think they call it a meal deal. Okay. <laughs> well, unbelievable. So, again, you know the problems we have in the West End, landlocked, poor relations. Uh, they had a chilli dog there. The chilli dog... It didn't look very appetising at all in the street foods. I, I tweeted this out. £7.50 for a hot dog. And iron ale, you now can get bitter, £6 a pint. I just find it. And by the way, not only that, but they ran out of pies again. They only had like five pies just before kickoff. Sure, in our dodgy, it's all them, the choice is yeah. awful. The, the price is awful. Um, the training is awful. The, 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 the people just don't know what they're doing. And they're, they're not organised. And there's queues for everything, even though it's crap quality, crap pricing. There are queues for everything. I, I am getting to the point where I just refuse to eat, eat or drink. And I met um, David Baker, who's the chair of the OSB, and he, he said, um, I wasn't drinking on Saturday, and he said, can I get you a drink? I said, yeah, I'll just have a Diet Coke. He was having a Diet Coke as well. Do you know how, how much two Diet uh, Cokes cost at two, the bar right next to where we, we go? Eight how pound? much, reckon, gone? Oh, not far off. Seven pound twenty. 
It's it's and so I've called. I've said it is a rip off, even though, you know, I've been on the OSB catering subgroup. I think nothing's improved. The pricing's awful. They're just ripping us off. Twenty five, um, sorry, twenty five year contract they've been given by the um, stadium owners. So they're not going anytime soon. Do you know what West Ham's profit share per year is of the catering, Nigel? Uh, No. In money terms. I I thought it was all dependent on the catering turning a profit. And it is, but how much I don't think think West Ham earned anything like that if they declared a profit. Wow. £40,000. So there was a profit, but £40,000. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. And I I think they should, like they got rid of Vinci, who were running the stadium, they should get rid of Delaware North, the American company who run the catering, because it's just not. I just think people will stop drinking there no, and stop they, eating there if it carries well, on like the, the way it is. There they won't feel like they That's the problem. No, it's not like that. Well, but the, there's not going to be enough to make a well, problem, make an issue feet, there, is there? People are still going to want to drink and eat. And you, you get non-regular goers that are just don't really care about who the catering company is or what profit the club get. They just want to get themselves. Keith still drinks his uh, pint of wine now. He don't mind paying his £6 a pint. By the way, Keith, Declan Rice did not go to Southborough Boys. I've sent you a link. No, he didn't. He, he told me he did, but he doesn't. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's the London Stadium stuff. And just to announce, before we, we do the other stuff, which <laughs> Nigel's going to announce, I have resigned from the OSB, by the way, everybody. There's a surprise. Um, so, yeah, I've stepped down. I don't really want to go into it too much beyond, I've got, you know, because <laughs> I don't. Let's just say I have slightly different opinion. My, my first term came to the end. Slight conflict of interest, and I've stepped down because I didn't want to vote myself on for a second term. Uh, everyone else voted themselves on for a second term. I abstained. Karen Braid me asked why, and said, "Do you not want to stay on the OSB?" And I went, "Um, no." And she went, "So you're resigning?" I went, "Yes." Oh, did she get upset? And I, she went, "Oh, that's is that what she said?" It's really sad. <laughs> I'm not again. I'm not really going to repeat what was said. Was it not minuted? <laughs> it was minuted. Yeah, it was minuted. My resignation was minuted, or it said I'm still trying to make up my mind. But no, I've stepped yeah. down from the OSB. I won't throw it under the bus. I think the OSB should move forward, and it will move forward without me. Uh, but I'm not going to throw it under the bus. So good luck to the OSB. They need Another it. news. But in other news, our friend Canning Town. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Town Len has got an exciting new project called Everybody's Second Team. And Nigel and myself have been lucky enough to see a preview. It wasn't Leicester Square. There was no red carpet, etc. no celebrities there. But we've seen a preview, yeah, haven't we, have. we Nigel? Yeah, I'm, well, I'd pre, yeah. I'd, it, I don't know. It's a draft, I believe. I don't know if it's the finished article. A preview. So I managed to watch the whole film. It is not. Canning Town Len, and by the way, it's not Nigel Canning Town Len. It's a professional animator. He doesn't release his full name because he works in the industry and doesn't want his real name out there because of professional <laughs> reasons. Um, <clears throat> he has spent 1,100 hours creating this 83-minute feature film that's currently 83 minutes that Nigel himself has seen. It includes interviews with uh, Ray Stewart, Phil Parks, David Cross, Alvin Martin, and Alan Devonshire, with a lot of animation. Myself and Nigel and Huey all make cameo roles in it. Have you spotted yourself in the in the film? Actually, yes. No, I was quite pleased he <laughs> sort of put me at the front and tucked you behind. <laughs> I did have one so, complaint though, because uh, we we which I said to Len, go on. As I texted him, I only go got on. one complaint, and he said, "Go on." I said, you made Sean thinner than me. <laughs> he did, actually. So um, we're not releasing all the details yet, but it's a little bit of a teaser. I've, I've put an um, article up on Clarence Hugh. I'll put a link to it that sort of shows free teasers on YouTube. Well, they're already now, on our Facebook group, the, people. So oh, put you put up. them already up there. So the the film will be released. We're not allowed to say what, but it's be released on a popular streaming platform uh for a small amount of money uh but it will be worth it and it will be announced in the fullness of time but well done then amazing bit of passion and effort to produce this wonderful um film which which hopefully many of you'll be seeing very 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 soon Any, anything to add Nigel? Uh, only to set the scene you've not really said what it's about We've, you've teased it for a while. No, I haven't. We have yeah. talked about that on a previous one, which which Len, when I spoke to him earlier. Yeah. I, I mean, it's yeah. out there. I think what it does is it tells a story why so many people in their late 40s and 50s are still trudging over to that stadium to, to watch a football club that behaves in a way because perhaps we do still believe in that dream that w- when we were kids – and, and we watch the players that then has, has, has took the time to go and interview and, and get their thoughts and in depth as well. Not you know, it's the, the the access he got to the players was 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 brilliant and and including David Cross who yes. made him up everything. putting yeah. him up overnight, who's one of his heroes and uh, yeah, so uh, yeah. We we know David Cross is a friend of the podcast. Yeah, and, uh, he's he's very a, good chap. You know, a, a great person. He was the first person to stand up and put his hand up and go, "Yeah, let's do it. This is going to be fun." And you know, from there, this grew. Len has probably dedicated. Oh, would you reckon six, eight months of this of his time putting this together easily? Yeah. yeah. Just doing video, just doing the animation. I think it was three thousand animations, and and, he, and just just doing the creating it. One thousand one hundred hours. I think it was one thousand and eighty eight hours so far. And every time I talk to him, and I talk to him today, it goes up and up and up. Of of the hours he puts in, it's a labour. Well, of I'm hoping really. just before it, it it finally gets released that we'll have him on, and we it can we can get him to tell us. By the way, set, you're right, we didn't say it's set between like 1977 and 1980 era when the Admiral kit, all the players were wearing the Admiral kit. Is that That's probably the best way to explain the era. Yeah, it I, covers, I think it? it stems from the fact is that it's about a time that me, myself, uh, I, obviously I didn't know Len, as I call him for now, um, we, we started watching West Ham around the same time separately. Didn't didn't know him until the last couple of years until he started Canning Town Len. Um, so, but you know, we we're of the same age and of the same era and fell in love with the same players. 
And as I say, you know, there's, there's when you look at the West Ham fan base, well, especially when we was at the bowling, it did seem to be a very aged fan base at the time. And I, and I put it down to because of that period and everyone's second team, which is funny what we talk about it now because I think the Sheffield United and Tevez debacle sort of tarnished our great name. I think we were a team that a lot of people love to watch it because we did try and play good football. Good. Look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Right. Good. Without any further ado then, it's time for this. Yeah. Yeah. So I will read out the question whilst Nigel scurries over to the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Mornsage Podcast. And Nigel, you posted on there earlier, inviting our listeners to join in. It's Monday, Facebook question, Facebook question time. Twitter, you must send from there. Looking on social media, it seems Saturday's result has been taken as a defeat. Are those fans looking at MP right to question him? When does the move and the dreaded next level quote stop being used as the reason by fans to beat the club? As ever, other questions always welcome. Nigel, over to you. Right. We uh, we start with uh, Alexander C. Montague, a name as uh, as posh to rival Lord Toby Bean. He puts, with Declan Rice, as great as he is, are the squad and Pellegrini's options glued to a 4-1-4-1 formation, uh, which has seen Chikorito, Arnie and now Haller all finding themselves isolated. Well, that's what we, we kind of touched on that earlier, I didn't think we? He is, he is he glued to, be, to it. Which seems to be quite stubborn in changing that, and we thought there might be a yeah, sign of did. a change coming when he changed it at the end of the game at Everton, but wasn't to be. So watch this space. What's this space? Well, perhaps you know we 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 live in hope. I'm not I'm not sure he is glued to it, but perhaps the players that so far he's got at his disposal restrict him to that. Uh, Nick Harvey, evening chaps. When does the next level stop being used to beat the club? Question mark. I think that's going to put it. He said that's simple. Once we're rid of Sullivan, Gold, and Brady, um, and I'm with you there, Nick. I think that is when it ceases. They set the expectation, not the fans. <laughs> We're about to hit the 10-year anniversary of their ownership. And aside from the final season at the Bowling, uh, which was always going to be special, it has been the same old West Ham. Back to Pellegrini. He's not doing himself any favours, but let's not call for his head just yet. He then goes on. Mr X's CNH article, though, did make me chuckle. London Stadium catering's a rip-off with no shit, Sherlock. It's been like that since we moved there and even the mighty OSB can't make it better. As always, Brady out. Yes. <laughs> with you there, brother Nick. Nick Harvey. Who's that? Who was that? As always. So, oh. yeah. Uh, to be fair, he is right about the you writing a character a new article. You say, well, you know, the Sheffield United fans turn up and tweet that. They've been selling that crap since the day we moved in and charging those prices. Still, now you're not on the OSB, the worm has turned. Adam Ross Miller, so good, he's got three names. Uh, good evening, gents from the Basildon boy, that the shed man has nailed the accent too regularly. I am doing his accent now. Fab podcast as usual. This week's game, where at the start, I agree with the others that if we have a man... uh, uh, I'll start again. Are you Muttley from like... um, Catch the Pigeon. Was it Muttley that used to do those noises? Yeah, Catch Uh, the Pigeon. I'll start that again. This week's game, where at the start, Uh. I agree with others that if we have a manager like MP on that much a year, why aren't the players giving more? They seem to like they are playing the 90 minutes we see on the back of a 90-minute game the same day. No lack of urgency, slow in tempo and energy levels. He don't think Sheffield offered much in the way of difficult opponents. We just didn't seem to want or have the creativity. Maybe it's the players. Maybe there's something back of us that just isn't far enough to compete. 
That said, a small turn of fortune, back-to-back wins may be, and the players may get the energy and impetus back. But let's be honest, we're luckily still within reach of most of the teams above us. Are you gents going to be at the Newcastle game? It's the first one he's managed this year, so open for the turning well, point to be maybe, this weekend. Maybe a substitution. Uh, we're all at the Newcastle game, aren't we? Maybe. Yeah, so it's a long story, but, um, well, so John and George have got some American friends and they want some tickets. Family, Sean. And, yeah, family, your cousins. So, so, um, they need some tickets in a row and, and it's a bit of a struggle to get them on Ticket Trader. Uh, since I've left the OSB, obviously. My my uh, free tickets have stopped. Aww. So um, so I've offered to forego my free tickets, so John, George, and the American family can go. Um, and then we've got we've got five in a row, you see. And the, obviously that would mean George and Mark, who sit next to us, slightly moving if, if we get two tickets on Ticket Trader. So that's uh, why I might not <laughs> be going on Saturday. I'm going to sacrifice my Saturday. There you go. What's an exciting for, story? For America. <laughs> All right. Well done. Yeah. I've just woke back up. Uh, I did, yeah. We did all. Uh, Adam Ross Miller <laughs> then goes, add my name to the Brady Out list. Keep out the good work with the podcast. Later. You also put something later. else, but I don't want to mention that. I'll save that till later. Uh, you'll find out right. later. Later, you'll okay. just, just in a few times. Don't worry. He, he mentioned someone, but I'm saving it. Uh, Lord Toby, being the poshest okay. man on here. What ho, chaps? Myself and young Charles Bean, the first son and heir, will be at the Newcastle game on Saturday. I say. The struggling Haller is currently undroppable due to the lack of other options, but it's plain to see that he needs a partner up front. Do we go to a 4-3-3 or push someone up front with him in an old-fashioned two-up-front formation? Uh, Chin-chin. If so, who partners him? I'd say try the old-fashioned big-man-small-man combo and go with Lanzini playing just behind Sebastian. Brackets, excellent posh name. Your thoughts, people. Toodle-pip hold fruits. Give it a go. Lanzini up front with Allah. I don't know. I, I, I give anything it, a go. It, yeah. Would it be worth giving either him or Anderson a free reign and and have play four in the middle, four at the back, but say to Lanzini or Hat or or Anderson, go anywhere on the pitch you like, and then have Allah down the middle. Because if we don't yeah. know where yeah, he's yeah, going, go. the opposition Honestly, won't that, know where he's going. What, what's the worst that can happen, really? It's quite unimpressive at you the know, minute, so I'll try and change it up. But a different... He won't know, will he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just... Well, we'll see. Uh, Oliver Stapley. No, he won't, Neil. <laughs> Stick like glue, four one one. Uh Oliver Stapley. He still thinks MP needs time. If a man of his capers, his caper, his capacity, well, he spelt it wrong, and I can't say it. If a man of his capabilities, I think, can't get this team going, what hope does this club have? Maybe we need to look deeper than management staff as to why we seem to lack effort on the pitch. Couple of wins, and we're back amongst it. Thought we played well first half. Bit of positivity there from Oliver, but second half there was a lack of effort. As always, Brady outs. And feel the movement growing. What about you, Sean? Yeah, yeah definitely. The, uh, old Miriam Williams, a, a friend from Wales, or uh, Curly Watts to Dodds's Reg Aldworth, as I like to say. Oh, boys, I will repeat my question from last week. Do you feel MP is a latter-day Asen Wenger? In that he was good once, but the Premier League has passed him by. 
Oh, Boyos, substitution on Saturday will be bizarre. Taking Snoddy off when he was our best player and taking Anderson off when he showed us the half-lifeline. Bringing a jetty on. No need to comment on that one. Oh, Boyos, but on a positive note, despite associating with two members of the SAB story OSB before the game, I've not received any online abuse yet. Wacky dar. <laughs> He's right. So... Marianne came up to myself and uh, David Baker and talked to us for quite a while uh, before the game. Oh, and he didn't did you understand him? Well, we were we were talking oh. to him about. The oh, rugby, don't mention the rugby uh, with Dodsey the and, and the old mate Marion about. I mean, Dodsey's a born again Kiwi, and we all know what happened there. And you know, yeah. the old Springboks put pike to the old. Uh, yeah. Well, I did see Dodsey as well. The old Daffodil well. Munchers. Um, <laughs> Nick Stanley, uh, in MP we trust. Fab injury has hurt us hard. I think he would have saved the goal. I think you're right there, Nicholas. Uh, the season could look very different so far without Fab's injury, so I think we need to take that on the chin. Our goal was a typical Haller involvement goal. Needed to hit him. He passes it on to someone and we score. This needs to be utilised more. Drop one of our attacking midfielders and pair him up front with someone. Uh, he thinks Antonio will thrive in that role when he gets back. Perhaps we're missing him. Amrity Year looks like a straight fight between Yami and Snoddy right now. I'm not sure about Yarmolink, I myself. Also, Rice's hammer shot really? at the, near the end needs to be more of a regular thing. Yeah, still not. I still don't think he's he's he's, he's um, up to the mark. Uh, Michael Palin. Or he calls himself Malin, but it's more fun. Uh, MPs on eight million a year don't listen to Sean Mike, for Christ's sake. We honestly look any better since we left. He is, he is. Sheffield United have an English gaffer who's done brilliantly at every club he's been at. I thought we'd only been at Sheffield United, to be fair. We are just cannon fodder for the big boys, picking up scraps here and there. Has anybody seen Iron Men on Prime? Uh, one last thing. Carroll yeah. will score on Saturday, guarantee, even if he's not playing. And Paul Nigel, Paul thanks Paul for the info on Saturday. Cheers. You're welcome, Mr. Him. Malin, anytime. Uh, friend of the show. Sorry? Well, he's Michael Malin, but it rhymes with Palin, so I call him Palin. <laughs> Ian, grab it. He don't rhyme with anything, really. Uh, according to reports, Al is not entirely happy with his yeah. role. Wouldn't it be better yeah. if we tried 3-5-2, as for so many games, our midfield has been non-existent? A lot of people changing now. Belinda, evening, Pips. I only saw the highlights, and it looked like we missed a few of the chances. I still have a defect in the MP, and I think the players need to step up. How many peoples? I will be at Newcastle game on Saturday, so I will see it first hand. I'm a loving the show. P.S. Shit, man. I don't, as you assumed last week, put on a dodgy Greek accent when I'm at my outlaws. Now, that would be odd. Exactly. Come on, exactly. Bell. Stick with the game, will you? Imagine how fun it will be. Come on. Belinda probably has got oh, a county accent. accent. Uh, very home county. Very She's home from counties, London, I would imagine. I don't talk like that. Home counties, I would imagine. She's, she's probably very a bit well posher. Spoken. I think she's more Walton Forest, East London. She probably took the chewing gum out when she smoked a fag when she was younger, unlike the custom house <laughs> girls that I used to know. But anyway, so I mean, imagine it when Mama Kakatis walks in and, and, and Belle goes, Hello, Matty Peeps. I mean, it'll go down a storm, wouldn't it? Oh, next up. Oh, we got a new listener. One for you, Sean. K. Rita Brady. I wonder who that could be. What's all this Brady out <laughs> nonsense I keep seeing? Oh, Sean, are you ignoring my emails now? Please don't go. We cannot do it without you. No puppet, no party. OSB forever. Oh, I wonder what you the K can stand for, but Rita Brady, dear, oh dear, welcome to the show. <laughs> I, uh, look, that's not true because I spoke. I spoke to Karen on Friday, so oh, well. Uh, look, she's true. commented here. It's there for everyone to say. 
I'm not. I'm not even. We exchanged oh, emails. Well, on she Friday, said you're so ignoring them. Perhaps she's waiting yeah. for the ones you sent Saturday. Well, I it's not. Know. I. <laughs> I speak to her on a regular oh, basis. She's not. Is her middle name me. Rita, by the way? Her. Wow, it someone's is, very yeah, clued up Rita. there, aren't they? Dear, oh dear, I wonder <laughs> who that would be. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not saying. Who is it? David who is it? Jones, I've got nine Ziggy minutes. Stardust. Right. Uh, Ziggy drinks real life. Nine minutes. Nine minutes. I've got to do that last week. Evening all. It seems social media. Oh, I bet I know who it is. Fun. I bet it's someone I bumped I into it on Saturday. Uh, it's <laughs> David Bowie's giving us his, his, his like thing. We'll all right, start sorry, again. Sorry. David cool. Jones, evening all. It seems social media tends to focus on the negative, but in reality, West Ham have always been inconsistent. MPs made changes, dropped some of the players that were being criticised, and to be fair, the performance was loads better than at Everton. Hurrah, positivity at last. If the players don't get the ball in the net, he can't do it for them. Having said that, though, to take keep this nodders off was a bit of a mystery. Keep do you back. think he should keep the changes for Newcastle or revert back? Me, keep the changes. Keep the changes. Keep the changes. Uh, and that great is that because that goes into ch ch changes. There you go. Look at that top of the call as ever. Ed Hughes, lots of pressure on players. They're not firing on all cylinders and they're overthinking decisions. Uh, continue putting pressure on them. We'll only make this work. Let MP earn his coin and get their <laughs> rhythm back. Who else would you get in instead? Well, Sean's probably got a list queued up ready to send up. Sam Allardyce. I mean, I, well, oh, come on. You've got to do your own work, you, and yeah, you got to be, you know, the vultures are circling. You've got to be running a, you know, running I, a poll soon. Let's get this 15 name poll up, you know. I haven't got 15 name. names. Eight at most. Eight at most. He's already <laughs> started. The riders and runners. Yeah. Got to be prepared. What was that? Got to be prepared. It did sound like yeah, a well, We're Sorry. used to him bleating on. Uh, Gary Prince, Sean's mate. MP's a decent manager doing a decent job. The problem isn't him. The mediocrity served up over the last 10 years is one common denominator. And we know what that is. I think it's Rita to blame, to be fair. Uh, today's question is, why does anyone buy food and drink at the London Stadium as it appears to be the worst value to quality ratio in the world? Why would you buy that? Uh, Dan Perry, I don't know. we have good but inconsistent players. Parts of the season will be great and others not so. If the decent players we've brought in perform week in and week out, then we wouldn't have been sadly. able to sign them in the first place. Dan Perry makes a very good point. If these were world-class players, they wouldn't be playing for West Ham, would they? So this is what we're stuck with, inconsistency, which is actually more fun because actually inconsistency means you don't know what West Ham's going to turn up, do you? It makes you come back for more, sadly. Boring to say, I know, but when you accept that this season's become a lot less frustrating. Hoy. Uh, a new commenter to the show, Clark. Oi! That's his name, which I think is pronounced like that. H-O-Y. How would you pronounce that? That's what I said, Clark. Oi! Surely, if that's what they right. shout. When they go, Oi, you! And he goes, my first name's Clark. <laughs> Surely it's not panic time just yet. We've had a few wobbles, but in Pellegrini we trust right. Newcastle, oi, oi, oi. Yeah. <laughs> Newcastle are a solid team at the moment. He ain't going to comment again, is he? Putting in some good performances, although their results are below average. Four minutes. But still think Four we should minutes. be beating him. He's going for 3-1. No, Clark, you can comment as ever as you like because he finished with as ever Brady out. Oi, oi. Save a life. Four minutes. Where's he from? Clark, oi. Milton Keynes. All right. Can't do a Milton Keynes voice. <laughs> Uh, next up, uh, <laughs> well, I'm not sure. This, this is Dick Pound, uh, who I think is an extra from a David Sullivan film. Uh, evening chaps, a very boring season ahead, he's put. Uh, Luke Ed, 
two names. Always tough to have a lead than lose it. So no, no surprise that the overall feeling is somewhat negative despite the point. The fact is we're right in the mix of things and a few more wins will do wonders for West Ham's position in the table. Uh, questioning the attitude about team management both on and off the pitch is healthy though but needs to be tempered with reality and no stupid polls and clarity and you thanks for that Luke uh, Mike Coulston one for you Sean another week another disaster for the OSB what's the verdict on the ridiculous tweet sent out last week asking fans to sign up for a digital payment app in exchange for a chance to win tickets to the Tevez derby Nothing. He says, can Sean let us know who signed off on it and why they thought it was a good idea? I've seen nothing but derision for it on Twitter. Derision, quite rightly so. You going to spill the beans, Sean? No. I'm. All I can say is nothing to do with me. Uh, I, I think it wasn't it a. As a group? I, don't, I don't think it. It was unfortunate. So, no. So basically, um, the person that ran the Twitter account did it off their own back. You would have um, possibly comment. No, all I'm saying is <laughs> it, 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 oh, it didn't come to me. Yeah. Whether there's whether that that there was a separate vote without me, yeah. who knows? Uh, but it didn't come to me. So now you've left the OSB. Do you want to tell us what happened? Didn't you? Two minutes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, with you? I, I've told you. Funny enough. Um, I thought person, I had a different right. story, but still, no, no, all oh, right, no, no. All right. Well, possibly, people. It may have been that the person thought it'd be a good thing to do and did it off his own back. But Sean went there. And if you go to another Twitter account that works in conjunction with the club, you may have found the same tweet and you may put two and two together there. But still, what do I know? Uh, Paul Sanders, thanks for the heads up for the Masters Sheffield United. The game was disappointing, but we had fun. Met a couple of Sheffield Wednesday fans who just come to just see us take the piss out of them. <laughs> Uh, Auntie Penn, no need to panic yet. Certainly not. Certainly Hi, not MPR. Everyone has covered what I was going to say. So she'll just say, see you Saturday. Yes, Hi, Nigel's mum as well. Yes. Forgot uh, Simon Pope. Carol, is it? Yeah, is it Carol? You remember. <laughs> I was hoping yeah. you hadn't. Still. <laughs> yes, Carol. thank you. Move on. Uh, mind your language. Uh, Simon Pope. All right, mum. Uh, evening to the Ponteep himself. Sorry. Hallelujah. Evening, gentlemen. Why can't we kill off games? Which Simon? Uh, our subs seem ridiculous, and a team playing with draw on a Saturday, we're slowly sliding down the league. MP's got to start mentally preparing these players. And in answer to your question, yes, us fans do have the right to start looking at him. The next game for me is a must. He put that in capitals. So I think he's serious. Win. Uh, as after that, we have some tough games. Keep up the good work. God bless you all. Although I'm not a religious man. Who would have thought it? The Pope's not religious. There you go. Something we all know. Talking of that, another extra from the David Sullivan movie days. Feel me cracking. The dildo men that would get the blow at the Sam Allardyce. You know it makes sense. Yes, Thanks for that, Phil. We're just waiting for 10. Sam's teams do not go down. Sam's Which teams is funny. do not go Say down. after Phil McCracken. Flashbacks. So, uh, Flashbacks. <laughs> so Flashbacks. anyway, uh, another well, fake account, it, people. Sean Whetstone said Pellegrini oh, out. Go on, uh, no, no, I wouldn't say yeah. that. Next week, it will say Brady out if we're lucky. Last one. Save the best at last. Uh, it be Richard Dodds or Reg Oldsworth. Oh, no, no, no. Hello, my handsomes. How are you doing? Proper job. Well, let's get on because these cows won't milk themselves. <laughs> He's talking with the first quarter report on the podcast. George. He's talking to you, Ooh. George. George, your attendance remains poor. D minus. John's attitude, a length of podcast, Harsh. distracting him. We're talking more about the team, gets a C plus. Sean, no, remains a teacher's pet. And as Karen Breedy's advisor, or Rita's advisor, gets a B plus, which is downgraded to a C <laughs> for his continuous abuse of Nigel and his accents. However, this is now upgraded to an A plus for his attendance at every away game this year. 
Hey. Nigel, though, remains on track as previous years, however, lack of dedication to the new shed and the removal of the jingle, the shed man, not good. Lack of dedication to the accents, going from 10 accents down to three in two weeks means I dropped to a B+. Uh, can I have your views on the following, though? In his press conference, Pellegrini said if he could, he would have substituted all 11 players at Everton halftime. If this is the case, why did he only make one substitute? And I have no interest in getting rid of Pellegrini. So could you discuss what is, my answers, the difference between Silver yeah. Everton and our very own Pellegrini? Not As they are only three points though, behind it? us it's and everybody seems to want to sack the Everton manager, silver. but no one's talking about sacking Pellegrini. Well, I think they are talking about sacking Pellegrini. And the reason you... and. And quite, um, and and the answer is you can't change all eleven because the law says you only can change three in a, uh, and you only can have seven on the bench. So you need to know the laws of the game, uh, Dodsey. Right, really, right. Uh, it's a really oh, silly yeah. thing to say. Why? What's the reason you can't change oh, all eleven? Well. Right, predictions, Newcastle at home. I'm going for a 3-1 victory. <laughs> that is the end. Anyway, that means we've no, got time for Super 6 oh, because you're doing crap time. again. Yeah. one nil win. Ooh, I'm going to go for a draw and Andy Carroll to score. Oof. By the way, just to give you an update on the barometer, we are minus six points after that last game um, against Sheffield United. So, based on last wow. year's games, West Ham barometer by Andy Dennis, minus six points. That's a tough one, people, because we've got to beat Newcastle. We just stay on minus six points. Yeah, we do. Adios, Come on, you Irons. Bye. What happened to Reese Jones? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.